Eberbach Abbey, home to the Rheingau Music Festival. This year, South Africa's Bocciabella String Orchestra performed Josef Haydn's Misa in Angustis, or Mass for Troubled Times, with a choir from Austria. This might be the first time many of the young musicians from South Africa visit Europe, but they're already very familiar with the continent's classical music. It's really beautiful because I love the way um, European people just, um, how can I say this, very, they're very serious about the music and the beauty of music as well. So I, I love it. African mu music is upbeat, it's like, it's funky, it has that rhythm. Whereas classical music is like you have to be in, con you're in control of the piece. It, ex it expresses your emotions even more when you're playing. Like when you're playing a slow piece, and like let's say you're sad for no reason or whatever bummed you out. And then you play a slow piece, a slow classical music piece. So that really brings out that frustration or whatever for me. Rehearsals for their concert, Long Walk to Freedom. Its program included anti-apartheid songs. Many are here today thanks to the Mangaung String Program. Founded under the lead of Peter Guy in 1998, this initiative supports young aspiring musicians from historically disadvantaged backgrounds. The orchestra really is just, if I can say, the public face of the program. So I always associate the two sort of hand in glove, as we would say. So the, the future of the program leads to the future of the orchestra, of course. Long Walk to Freedom also paid tribute to South Africa's first black president, the anti-apartheid revolutionary Nelson Mandela, whose autobiography bears the same title. The basic idea was to tell the story of apartheid being overcome in a musical way. I was thinking about the moving anti-apartheid songs, and thought that they would work extremely well with parts of Haydn's Mass. The talented youths are full of passion and exuberance, no matter the genre they perform. The Bocciabella String Orchestra has toured Europe many times before, and they always bring along fun and familiar tunes as well. One of them is Pata Pata. It's been a huge international Afropop success ever since South African star Miriam Makeba stormed the charts with it in 1967. Aside from enjoying their travels, the young musicians also see themselves as cultural ambassadors. 
Meet different people, learn a new language, <laughs> which was really fun and a bit experimental and a bit hard. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I can just say it's been a wonderful trip or roller coaster. <laughs> and at the center of it all, Nelson Mandela. In Bloemfontein, some 400 kilometers southwest of Johannesburg, a statue commemorates his life work. Apartheid officially ended in South Africa a quarter of a century ago in 1994. Yet some wounds have yet to be healed. Music projects like these can help overcome painful divides. The African National Congress, or ANC, was founded in the township of Mangaung. Poverty and segregation are still an issue. The Free City Musicon houses the Mangaung String Program in the wealthiest city center. Okay. Over 500 children have learned violin, viola, cello or double bass here since 1998. The program receives funding from the state as well as private donations, mainly from Europe and the US. Peter Guy is very proud of the program's development and how the students have progressed. So many more children now have access to learning a string instrument. You know, in the, the bad days of apartheid, the government would tell you what you could learn and what instruments you could play. and what your interests were. So, I mean, just the fact that we could introduce um, string instruments to young people who've never had the chance, that was obviously a big, a big success. The children's families pay an attendance fee of a thousand rands, some 60 euros a year. This includes classes, transportation, and a borrowing fee for the instruments. The rates are set low, yet some families still struggle to afford them. Kama Motobi is a former Musicon pupil. Now she's become a teacher there. The 19-year-old is part of the Born Free generation, the first to be born in the post-apartheid era. She thinks South Africa today is not quite what Mandela had worked for. I feel like I'm in between. There are some times when I feel like uh, Mandela, no. But then there's sometimes where I, I get so interested, like, okay, I want to know this. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I feel like Nelson Mandela wouldn't be proud of the South Africa we are today. The crime and stealing, and you know, it's too much. Crime makes it unsafe for children to travel to class, so Peter Guy has bought buses for the project. Sometimes he drives them himself. Transport is a, is a big issue for us because unlike a lot of places in the rest of the world, the transport here, there isn't a reliable, safe and, and say inexpensive public transport. So I realized early on that if we can provide the transport, that a lot, of, a lot more children will have access to music tuition. So we either bring the children to us after school hours or we go to the children um, in their schools and where, we, where the schools will allow us to teach in the morning then obviously we travel to, to those places. So it's, so transport is a real key part. Once a week, some of the teachers travel north to Friedefurt, some 300 kilometers away. 
The idea is to spread the concept to other regions and to work directly with local schools. Here, on the outskirts of Friedefurt, is where Kotluano Bucolano lives, the viola player from the Bocciabella String Orchestra. He lives here with his mother, sisters and his niece. They enjoy hearing Kutluano play. He started learning four years ago and practices four hours a day to hone his talent. I practice outside um, on most days because I feel like for me, oh, it doesn't distract me that much. Whereas when I'm practicing inside the house because we have a baby and then she'll be playing and sometimes we have relatives then I want to practice. So it's, it's really, um, it's more um, common for me to practice outside than inside the house. Of course it's special, but it, as long as people see this as something unusual, then I think we, we know we still live in an abnormal society. Nelson Mandela once said, everyone can rise above their circumstances and achieve success if they are dedicated to and passionate about what they do. This whole concert speaks to that sentiment quite well. <laughs> 